0: so you know what pisses me off what like i don't think it's fair that you have to work out for your
1: entire life (laughs) (laughs) i just took a sip of my coffee no i'm really pissed about this because here's the
0: thing like years ago i had a trainer and I was like on this like health kick and I got like super fit. Mm-hmm. And then I decided, okay, cool, you reached your goal. Like now enjoy life. And then I went through this whole like trying to find like self-worth not in that. Yeah. So I got squishy and out of shape. And then now I'm like, that's not fair that I have to do it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it really does suck. It's so you're not telling fair. me,
0: no matter how fit you get. You still have to work
1: out every day of your life. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a bunch of bull crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a well, it needs to, the goal is to make it like a well-oiled machine, but. Let's I hate be honest. It. <laughs> I was thinking about that. So yesterday um, was my first time working out in quarantine. Tell them the number. Tell them the number. <laughs> what d- number? Of how, how, how long has it been? Oh,
0: I don't even know.
1: But in Since quarantine, quarantine. What, 50
0: 58 days. So um, at the beginning of quarantine, we were like, yeah, we're all going to get fit. But I wasn't there yet.
1: Well, also, I think no one knew how long it was going to be. Yeah. So in the beginning, it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, this is going to be like, this. what, two weeks, three weeks? Like, we could do that. Yeah. No one knew. No, no one knew. No. And, and we all fell short. That's for sure. It wasn't yeah. a one person succeeded no, and no, no, no one no. didn't. No, no, no.
0: Um, but yeah. And then I just kind of was like, uh, and then I was eating healthy and then I wasn't. And then I finally came to this point, which has been cool. Cause I've talked about on here before, like the whole, like body confidence, body positivity has been like something I've struggled with my whole life. Um, and I think it never has worked because I've always done it for a reason that was outside of myself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. to, to get a guy to like me, to fit in with a friend group, to, you know, just for like basically other people's opinions. And so I've been going through this whole journey and I'm I'm really happy with where I am right now because the reason I did it was because I wanted to for myself yeah. to be healthy. Yeah. So it was like really cool because um I reached out to my old trainer who's like literally the only person who could tell me to do like three sets of anything that I won't argue with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I reached out to him and he sent me a workout and it was a struggle, but like I did it and I felt great after. But today I can't even successfully sit on the toilet without wanting to actually die. (laughs) But it's a bittersweet thing, right? I mean, it's great because you're like, oh yeah, like I killed it, but it's not great because everything hurts.
1: Right. But like, so in my head, one of the best things about, lifting any kind of weight mm-hmm. or doing any kind of workout like that that's not just cardio is there's this thing called an afterburn uh-huh. and if you oh, did yeah, yeah, yeah. anything like that um you will continue to burn calories from that weight lifting or workout yeah. that you did with weights um even into the next day
0: yeah I've heard which it means that's... that you
1: are currently still burning from that workout you did the that that's is the right. best move <laughs> yeah like all in all like that's the best thing you yeah yeah done. yeah no, so yeah, it's I'm like super,
0: I'm super pumped about it, but oh my gosh, I forgot like what real soreness felt like. Yeah. And I remember when I first started training like years ago, experiencing that and being like, holy crap, like mm-hmm. I feel, cause I always did sports, but it's a different, when you like weightlift, it's a different type of sore. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I am I'm. I have a date with the Theragun later today. Yep. But anyways, so that's what made me think. This morning I woke up and I was like, this is a
1: bunch of crap. I don't yeah.
0: want to work out for the rest of my life because I'm lazy. Yeah. But I
1: have to. Yeah. And you know what? I think everyone has a, a degree of like having to come to that realization. Like yeah. something for me that has always been um, a motivation to work out is my future husband. And it's always been that. Yeah, Like, it's so weird. I remember the, my first time, my first gym membership at LA Fitness, I remember getting it because I was like, I'm going to be hot for my husband. And it's <laughs> been like that ever since. But, like, one day I'm going to be married. Yeah, And then it's like, well, now what's the goal? Like, it shouldn't be him. It should yeah. be me. No, that's and so, so everyone true. has this different connotation context in their head for why they're doing something but it shouldn't be anything else other than yourself
0: yeah like foundationally it has to be yourself yeah that's like the whole like when wow we're just really jumping in just over i'm into it okay um that's like the whole in relationships where you give ultimatums or like you ask for change and i always tell my friends i'm like, okay. Any person can be like, yeah, I love you. I'll change for you. Yeah. But if it comes out of like, oh, I don't want to lose you, so I'll do this because I have to, it's not lasting. No. And, it, and without fail, there's um, resentment. There's like, you know, backsliding. There's all that stuff that happens. And so I think that's what I've realized with this whole journey is like I had to come to a place where I love myself no matter what I look like or what, which is so stupid. We've talked about this. I don't Mm -hmm. get why there's like this unspoken like definition of what a body should look like. Like that's so annoying. Right. But I genuinely love who I am right now. And I love my body and all of the squish that comes with it. And Mm -hmm. I know like, I know that like it part of being sexy, right. Is like the confidence that you have. Like, if you walk into a room and you carry yourself knowing, like, you're hot and you're worth people thinking that, then other people are going to catch on to that and be like, wow. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like I had to get there first. And then now it's because I want to I be able to, like... Keep up with people on like activities. I don't want to be like, yeah, sorry, I can't go on that hike because I know I'm going to be behind all y'all while you're like having fun enjoying the view. And I'm like literally choking on my own spit. (laughs) So it's like, I I got
1: a great visual image. It was so good.
0: (laughs) So it's like, yeah, there has to be reasons. They're like, yeah, I want to be a mom and I want my body to be like the healthiest Mm -hmm. to like grow a human inside or like to play with my kids someday. So I think it's like coming to to that point to where now it's like, yeah, I still don't like love it, but I actually like look forward to it because I know I want to be healthy
1: Yeah, and I don't have to be a
0: stick. Like that's not the end goal. The goal is just to get my body healthy, whatever that looks like.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? No, 100%. And it's, it's so interesting. Um, I, I went through a similar thing and Taryn knows about this already. I'm probably talked about this on the podcast as well, but like I went through a very unhealthy phase of like just trying to be skinny Yeah, and I, I literally got there and it's so sad because I don't think I got there, but I look back at the pictures now and uh-huh. I'm just like, wow, I yep. did it. Like I lit yep. I was there, but I can remember how I felt back then and I was miserable and I thought yeah. I looked super fat and I didn't fit in anything when the truth was like, no, everything was super loose on me yeah, and it looked terrible on me because I was really skinny. Yeah. But I was miserable at that time. So I got to a point where I've, I now love, I have a little bit of a stomach. I have thicker thighs now, but I'm happy. And I'm like, that is my body's healthiest place. I think you're hot as hell. (sighs) Babe, babe. Thanks girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's
0: so, and I think the key is like, you said you were miserable and that's what I'm saying is I think that shown yeah. shown through showed through yeah whatever um because yeah it's like you can look at someone's like body alone but if you don't have like that spark and that light and even the way like you carry yourself I was literally eating canned tuna and calling um, it lunch that is my definition of hell yeah it's bad Thank God I'm going to heaven because I love Jesus Christ. But if
1: I had to define hell, it would be sitting oh, in it was a dark so room. Bad. And it wasn't canteen. good. I convinced nah. myself that it was good. And Oof. I put a, a whole lot of hot yeah. sauce and stuff to like <laughs> doctor it up. But like it wasn't good. I was so upset. Anyways, sure. we digressed from
0: this was great. I would love to maybe someday we can do um like a body positivity episode. Where, yeah. Um, where we like have people sending questions and we do just like one of those we've done a few of those episodes where Mm -hmm. it was like not Mm -hmm. necessarily like a giant story but it was just you guys sending in stuff so let us know um maybe hit us up in the socials or whatever because I think it's something we're both super passionate about and we both come from totally different angles of it yes which I think is valuable because I think one of the the things to remember and this is with like any topic is everybody has a different sting or a different hurt or a different viewpoint of something, you mm-hmm. know? So I might, I have different insecurities and hurts that you don't have mm-hmm. and you probably thrive in areas that I don't and vice versa. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it could be a cool thing and maybe we can Super like cool. Bring a guest into, but yeah, I would, I think that'd be cool.
1: Also, it's so interesting just knowing like, are the backgrounds that we come from like you're very you were very sports centered uh-huh. but eat whatever I was very non-athletic in any way but ate very clean and healthy yeah when oh we my grew gosh, up. it's so up and like how that affects you later in life yeah. you know interesting yeah because girl we'll say the, that second, for the second sports stop <laughs> right, like, right why am I
0: getting chunky right like, well, well that's <laughs> like
1: that's one of those big things of um like college athletes in College, like yep. once they finish college, if they don't continue in that uh, 90% of the time, yeah. they start gaining weight because they're just not working out like they were. Yeah, because it was like intense workouts yeah. all the time, so you well, could burn through everything.
0: Ryan, when he graduated, so he played college football. Mm-hmm. Ryan's Terrence's youngest oh, brother, yeah, yeah, my brother. Um, and the one most of you are in love with, but he's taken, ladies. So sorry, he's gone. Um, can't have him. <laughs> he... It was funny because I remember, like, I got mad at him because he was like, dude, Terry, like, I'm getting, look, I'm getting chunky. And he pinched, like, an inch of skin on his stomach. Right. And I was like, you're so annoying. But but that's the whole thing. Like, you feel it within your body. Yeah. And he went from doing literally hours of working out. Like, they had trainers. They had people talking to him about what to eat and whatever to not as much and and he was like I feel a change in my body and I don't like it yeah so him and my brother like work out all the time together but Mm -hmm. it is crazy how like slight life changes yeah and they catch up with you like a lot of times you don't realize until you're like oh my god I can't even climb the stairs right now without like (laughs) huffing and puffing yeah
1: and it's just it's so crazy how people forget that food is just as important as workouts, but you can't just eat clean if you're not being active. Yeah. So it's like, it literally goes hand in hand.
0: And where's that balance of not Mm -hmm. being miserable, but you know what I mean? Like today I got a latte, but it's like that I needed that for my morning. So it's like, how do you like balance out what you want? And again, you know, just wanting to be skinny is not, it's not a solid enough reason. Like there yes. has to be that foundational stuff where you're loving yourself in the act. Cause if not, then you're constantly going to be like, you still don't look good enough. You're not enough. I have to keep going cause you're not enough. And mm-hmm. that's such a, like a toxic thought pattern to have. Yeah. So yeah, it's just really interesting. And I think it's something that, literally everyone has struggled with. I've never heard of one person that's just been like, I've loved my body since literally birth. Literally no you one. Know? yeah. So I think it's something we should definitely talk about. And it's, and it's one of those things that's a cycle and you always are going to deal with it. So it's like, it's good to just have those reminders.
1: So I'm pumped. I think we should do it. Absolutely. I think things like this are definitely heightened in, mm-hmm. you know, worldwide pandemics oh when you yeah. can't leave the house. Yep. Um, a lot of us dive into a lot of emotional struggles during this time and food is one of those yeah quick fixes. Yep. Um, so uh, if you guys want to talk about this with us, we would love to. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely send us your emails. If you haven't sent us an email yet, um, what's our email address, Taryn? Advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com. She <laughs> was like mouthing it for me. <laughs> um, go ahead and send us an email there. We would love to hear from you guys and get this conversation rolling. That would be so fun. Also, yeah. if you haven't yet, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, we have Facebook, we both have our personal instas. So uh, yep. follow us there. You can contact us through the DMs there as well.
0: Yeah. And we do have a YouTube which we, we're we understanding that it's not as entertaining because you can't see us right we now. It. We get it. So we're going to try to start uploading just some fun videos on there too. So
1: I have seen a lot of comments of people saying that they don't have an iPhone and don't oh. have Spotify. Okay. Because if you have an iPhone, then you have... Apple Podcasts. Yeah. But if you don't have an iPhone, the next best option is Spotify. Yeah. Um, But if you don't have Spotify, YouTube is the free space to listen. So a lot of people are listening on YouTube no matter what. So it's a good thing.
0: I don't, I'm, I like to put stuff up on my TV. Mm-hmm. So my phone's free and I can like wander around the room without it being just like this tiny source of like volume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's something too if you have a smart TV. Mm-hmm. I've I've been really into that like just projecting some type of sound or entertainment on the TV. Um so yeah. Do it. Oh crap. I have not put up the video from <laughs> this week. I will do that <laughs> right now. A reminder. Away. That Sorry, was Mark. our reminder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um anyways, did did we did we have a tearing it up today? I have I have one. Um, do you have one too? I do have one. Maybe we should should we do both? I'm I'm kind of down. We have time. Maybe so. we can
0: save one to end with and that Ooh. way like okay Ooh, I love that. Um, hold on, I'm setting an alarm to post the video because I don't want <laughs> you to need get that.
1: Yeah, dad. I'll go ahead and do my turn it up Perfect. first then. Um guys, this one got me. This one's really funny. If you guys don't know what a tearing it up is, we have a segment in our podcast where we share awkward, embarrassing stories, strictly awkward and embarrassing stories. Taryn has had a lot of them. So that's why we titled it tearing it up. Um, I just want to add, there's also another category to it
0: that, that I think people should just be aware of. For sure. For sure. So there's definitely awkward. There's definitely embarrassing. And then there's the things that you're like, did that really just happen? <laughs> yes. Like, you know, all the people that are like, if I jumped in the ocean, I would be the person that got attacked by the shark. Yeah, like the, That also qualifies because that is like the shock factor. A yes. Like the things where you sit there and you're like, that is not, that's not possible. Right. How did that just happen? So yeah. that's, that's another category.
1: Continue. Well, I am very pleased to say that my tearing it up today, I think fulfills all three categories. Shut up. Yes. Oh, I'm into it. The title is, Wait, <laughs> there is no title. Wait, oh. she put the, her intro in the title. <laughs> Sorry, oh, it, that really it. threw me off there for a second. Oh, got it. She starts off with, Hi guys, I love your podcast so much and it's the only thing getting me through a quarantine. Oh, so honored. kind. I would like to stay anonymous, but for the sake of the podcast, you can call me Alexa. Girl, I don't blame you. <laughs> oh That's God, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. This is more of a funny story to make you laugh. So a couple of years ago, my nan sadly passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. And we were at a funeral and there was a time for us to just bow our heads and think of memories and grieve with our families. And in this time, I felt so bad because I couldn't focus on my nan. All that I could think about was how much I needed to poop. Ashley, Nicole, I, know. I, I know. don't think
0: I've ever heard you just say that word without dancing around it. I'm, I'm doing so it.
1: proud of you. I'm doing it for Alexa. I'm so proud of you. She continued. Come on. Uh, she she didn't get the right one. Did you yeah, you did that? great. I'm you so did great. So sorry. She's That's memorizing it. it. Please go. She continues. I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom as it would disrupt everyone. So stupid little me tried to hold it in for the entire funeral Ooh, those can be lengthy that's 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 a long time especially yeah. when people are crying like they just it just keeps going yeah. it just keeps going we're talking hours yeah then I had a moment when I suddenly felt something in my pants stop I went bright red and my mom quickly asked me if I was okay I said I'm fine <laughs> just a bit hot then the funeral ended and people started to leave I realized that if I stood up, my secret would be revealed <laughs> and I would never live it down. So I waited for everyone to leave. My excuse when people came up and asked me if I was okay was that I needed to... Uh, <laughs> i
0: sorry. I'm just picturing myself. I'd be like, I just need a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah. Her excuse was that she needed a quick touch-up moment so she would meet everyone at her granddad's later where everyone was going after the funeral <laughs> Oh God! So I sat there awkwardly, pretending to put a bit more bronzer on. <laughs> then I strolled to the toilets, trying to look as normal as possible, <laughs> and sorted myself out. Thankfully, no one questioned me, and this is my first time ever telling oh, anyone. Wow! I just want to say I was 22 when this happened, so it wasn't like I was a two-year-old who <laughs> pooped their pants on the daily. <laughs> Thanks so much for taking the time to read this <laughs> terrible story. Bye. <laughs> oh my God! I. Right. I can't imagine what that must have been like but I can really relate to her that is exactly what I would have done I wouldn't yeah. have told a soul yeah. I would have sat there acting even though I was sad like I would have really put on a show of yeah. like how devastated I was yeah for the loss of my grandmother and waited for everyone to leave but I, I know in my head Alicia wouldn't have left. She would have waited for me and I would have to come up with a story to get her to leave. (laughs) You wouldn't even tell her? I don't think so. (laughs) I definitely don't think so. I think I'd be too mortified. But, I mean, she'd probably find out. But, ideally, I wouldn't want a soul to know. Isn't that funny? It's funny how there's, like, this age. And we talked about, like, even,
0: like, third, as young as, like, third grade where it's, like, saying you did anything in your pants. is like, not appropriate anymore <laughs> yeah I think I shared like when I peed myself in high school and I like walked into my mom's bed and I was like mom I just peed my pants
1: she was like get out and I was like <laughs> understandable I just shared the one where I peed on my friend's couch yeah yeah that was it's, it's so happened funny. twice to me actually where I just laughed too hard yeah. that I lost it and well, like at a funeral at a funeral's hard and, and the other
0: and the other
1: <laughs> the other one the that must not be named <laughs> I'm so proud
0: of you. Thank you. I
1: knew you would be. I feel like I really wanted last, to share it, so I was like, we have to yeah, do it. Yeah. I feel like the last few bathroom stories you've brought to the table. Yeah. I'm proud of you, boo. I've just been like, that's too good to not yeah. share. Proud well, of you. there's there's like gross stories, and then there's like funny gross stories yeah. where it's like, no, that's a whole other yeah, level. Yeah, it's a very
0: thin line.
1: Yeah. You usually don't know your past it until you're <laughs> yeah, past it. Until so. it's too late. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Okay, well, I will go ahead and do my story. Okay, this one is titled Depressed and Lonely. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I know y'all get this about a million times, but I'm so obsessed with unsolicited advice. I listen to it every week and I've gotten some pretty good advice from listening to y'all. Even on things I didn't know I needed advice on. Mm -hmm, Same. And boy, oh boy, do I need some advice right now. Before I even get into it, well, first of all, thank you. That was really that sweet. That means so much.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> Every
0: time you guys gas us up in the beginning, I'm always like,
1: stop it, but continue. <laughs>
0: <Just> i <kidding. laughs> um, Okay, before you even get into it, I apologize in advance because I know this email is going to be super lengthy and depressing, but I'm honestly just going through it right now.
1: I love that. I love that too.
0: I think that's so valuable is just to be able to be like, hey, like I'm in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like we've gotten really good at that in this house is of just saying like, Hey, like I'm in a funk, like I'm not doing well. And just like when you admit that it just automatically makes everyone like, Oh, I understand like why you're acting that way. Or yeah, I'm going to check in on you, but I'm also going to give you space. So I think it's super valuable to just like say it, you know, hundred percent. Um, also just some, uh, some background. My name is Caitlin, you can share my name. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot! Um, I'm 20 years old. I'm a Virgo, and I'm a seven on the enneagram. So basically, I overthink everything, and I try to avoid conflict and negativity as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm so usually same? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, but, Uh The sevens, the enthusiasts. Yes, that's interesting. That because a wing is an eight, which is the challenger, mm-hmm. right? So it's interesting. Our sevens usually avoidant of conflict
1: so i think stereotypically no but um that just goes to show like the enneagram astrology none of that stuff yeah. is is like 100 yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. you know everyone's well, different
0: six is the what's the six loyalist, and they're the ones that like overthink stuff yes okay okay so she's probably seven wing wing, wing six, six. Okay. yeah that makes sense I overthink everything and try to avoid conflict and negativity as much as possible. I'm usually the positive, goofy, weird friend in my group. Same. (laughs) um, Anyways, life in quarantine has been super hard for me. I've had some family issues, living situation issues, and just life has not been very positive for me. A little over two months ago, my my boyfriend and I broke up. Long story short, we dated for a year, broke up for nine months, and then got back together. But this time, we only lasted three and a half months. It's a really long, complicated story, but basically, we are both really in love with each other. I still kind of am, and I'm sure he is, too. But we both uh, live completely different lives, so we decided it just wasn't going to work out. Dude, those Oof. are the most like heart-shattering breakups. Yeah. Like when you both and that was kind of my breakup, like we both were so in love with each other, but just realized like it just was not healthy, like it wasn't working out. And that's where it's so hard because it's so much easier to be like, I hate you. You betrayed me. You did this. So I'm moving on
1: because like you're done. You know what I mean? Uh But when you still like love each other. Yeah,
0: that's so hard.
1: Yeah, that's really hard. It's hard when it's. The feelings are still there, but your, your head is telling you like, it's, you know, it's not right, but the heart still is, it's it's very much attached. Yeah.
0: It's the difference from like when you're younger and you just like someone because they're cute Mm -hmm. or they make you laugh. And then when you get older, it's like, well, do we want the same things? Like, do our lives like go in the same path? Do we have
1: the same values? It sucks when you get older. Yeah.
0: There's so many other factors.
1: Yeah. My biggest, um, my like biggest breakup with one of my exes was um because like he be- was was I was a Christian and he wasn't. Yeah. And I personally let it go too far, but like um 100% like we were 100% in love. Yeah. So that made it really hard because it was like this is we're, we're on completely different yeah. levels of what we believe in and yeah. how will that affect our relationship, how will that affect our kids? Yeah. Who are we going to be friends with? Like that changes everything. So it yeah. was one of those things where it's just like, no, it, it's not going to work. so
0: heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so rough. Um, I also live in a two bedroom apartment by myself. So my friend decided to stay with me after the breakup because I don't like living alone. Recently, our friend group has been arguing and fighting a lot. So my friend decided to take her things from my apartment and stay with somebody else. That was two days ago, and I've been super depressed since she left. I barely get out of bed, I haven't eaten much, and I've been sleeping a lot. When she left, it brought back flashbacks of when my ex-boyfriend took all his stuff and left my apartment. I honestly don't know what to do or how to feel anymore. It's like everybody's leaving me, and I don't know how to cope. I really try not to rely on other people to make me happy, but I just can't control where my mind goes when I'm alone. I have no motivation to do anything or to talk to anybody, even the little friends that I do have left. I was honestly thinking about calling my ex boyfriend just to talk to him because he always knew how to make me feel better, but I know he probably never wants to speak to me again. How do I find happiness within myself and with being alone? How do I get. That spark back to motivate myself into doing things I love. Thanks for taking the time to read this email. Any advice would be amazing. I love y'all and I hope y'all's quarantine is going well.
1: Wow. I know. Poor baby. Yeah. That's the worst. And especially right now during quarantine. Yeah. It's
0: every every time people talk about like life situations that are coming up in quarantine, it's just it's just so hard because it's like everything's paused. We've been put in these situations we've never had to be put in before. And but like life is like continuing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so it's like how do I deal with these things that already would have been hard, but now on top of it I'm in this like isolated, lonely, like scary time and it's just so it's so heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. Um I feel very similar to you. I think I've been going through some also and I have been having the same realizations where that Taryn just said where it's like it's a really difficult thing but on top of it like I can't leave the house I can't see friends to make me feel better I can't have my girlfriends like rally around me and like even though like my roommates are amazing but I can't like go out with my friends and like distract myself from everything you know so that makes this a lot harder and if you do lean more towards depressed then the fact that you can't leave your house or go out and distract yourself just almost automatically throws you into that like deep dark depressive yeah. cloud um i don't think i'm an expert on this but i i definitely just got my very first therapist yeah she did i have never <laughs> it's now the only button it's i the know only button yellow <laughs> yellow <laughs> um this was i never obviously you guys know me um we even have like <laughs> counseling sponsors all the time. I'm a big fan of it. I've just personally never done it. Um, so I accepted that like this was something I was going to need. So I did that. And I think that was a really big important step. Yeah. Um, there really is something incredible about being able to dump all of your feelings on someone who isn't involved in any way, yeah. who has an outsider's perspective and doesn't know you fully. Like there's something really cool about doing that. Oh, it's so powerful. Yeah. If you think you're at an extreme point in your depression, then I would definitely recommend that. Um, Something that most people have encouraged me to do is to journal. And I'm going to be very honest. My whole life, I've wanted to be the journaling type of girl, you know. I had so many friends that were really into journals and always journaled their whole life. But for some reason, I could never keep up with it. And in my head, when I pictured journaling, I pictured this beautiful, yeah, <laughs> beautifully written literature with an intro, an outro, and Sitting a body. Sitting by the window. Yeah. <laughs> with a candle lit. Yeah. And like, that's what I pictured it in my head. And um, my therapist the other day was like, well, you don't have to do that. Like, you can just jot your thoughts down. She was like, the most important thing to do is get it out of your head. And onto paper so that you can handle it more effectively. Yeah. And I've been doing that and it's been really helpful. Good, Ash. So I think that's what I would recommend if you haven't done that. Yeah. Um, also, just having someone to talk to, um, whether it's your mom, your dad, a friend, a sibling, Yeah. at least someone.
0: And I think, I, I think the thing that's so powerful about therapy is I think subconsciously, even if you don't think you are, when you share your feelings or retell something or whatever, even with your closest friends, I think subconsciously we're always still being careful with what words we say or mm. what we share or whatever. But because you're you care about that person's opinion and you care about who they are in your life. And, and with a lot of people, you have a slight, like, okay, if they tell someone, like, what, what am I telling them? Like, there's kind of that trust issue too. So I think with therapy, what's so cool is like, you literally can like word vomit to this person. They legally cannot tell anyone. Thank God. And <laughs> like, I know, and I know we always joke about it, but I did go to school for that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's so cool about people who are in that field, and I think one of the reasons people always like tell me stuff is when I hear something, I'm not hearing it and being like, "Oh my god, that's weird." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I hear it, and I'm like, "Okay, so this is a puzzle. So like, how do we figure out what the root of this is, or like, how can I, what can I say to help provide some type of relief?" for this person who's hurting. You know yes. what I mean? So when you, when you talk to a therapist, they're the ones that you share those like dreams. You're so embarrassed. I would never tell anyone or yeah. those thoughts that you're like, Oh my God, I thought about this. Does that mean I'm like possibly going to be a killer? Cause like yeah. that's something I thought about. So <laughs> I it's jumped like, about it. I thought yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool because there's no like fear of anything. Like mm-hmm. you can just share this with them and, so yeah, I totally piggyback on what Ash said. And like, I think that's something just from hearing what you're saying. I think you have a lot of different pieces in play. So I think it'd be good to talk to someone and kind of sort those things out. Um, one thing I want to say, say, and I think Ash can like also add to this. Um, I think there's, there's something about like when you get into that low and, um, I personally, just to be totally honest, like, I just had, like, about of that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I had probably was, like, three days, right? Mm-hmm. Three days, like, I was in this deep, like, funk where I was just super sad. I was super isolated. I was, like, hurt by everything anyone did, even though it wasn't, like, anything. And I got super deep into it to the point where I was starting to scare myself because I was just like definitely reaching that whole like depressed level. Um, and I don't, I don't get to that place often. And usually I know why I'm there, but this was the first time I was like, I don't even know what's wrong with me. Like I'm just struggling right now. And so for me, what helped is I, I kind of like let myself be there and was okay with, that so I like kind of looked it straight in the head like once I kind of got to a place where I was like okay I'm I'm done with this like I don't want to feel this anymore um I had just come home from visiting my parents and I I said hi to everyone and then I said hey like I'm I'll see you guys tomorrow like I'm I'm gonna be in my room the rest of the night and they were so cool because they all knew something was weird because that's not like me <laughs> yeah um but like, they uh, yeah <laughs> Ashley was like you don't want to okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Word for word. (laughs) Literally, that was exactly, it was cute. Um, But they respected me. They gave me time and I told myself because self-talk again is so valuable. Mm -hmm. I told myself, I was like, okay, girl, you have tonight. You can be in this like pity party, put your candle on, watch a sad movie, be sad, eat crap, whatever you need to do. You have tonight. But when you go to bed, you're resetting and you're going to wake up and this is done. Like yeah. I just, I was like very firm with myself. I love that. Um, I prayed when I went to bed, I was like, okay, God, like I need, <laughs> I need your help. Cause I'm like stuck in this. And when I woke up, I consciously made that decision of being like, cool, you're done. Like, even though I didn't know if I felt it or not, I was like, nope, new day, got yeah. up, Did my face routine, took control, walked downstairs, was super joyful and like happy when I said hi to you, because even like, even that I could hear myself being like Eeyore, you know what I mean? Just being like, hi guys, like so annoying. So it was like, I said hi, there was a couple moments where I felt myself getting like sad and, and I really quickly was like saying mantras in my head, reminding myself like, you have all these things to be thankful. This is a new day. We're going to do this. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But for me, that was what helped is I didn't shy away from it. Like I acknowledge where I was at and I let myself, I gave myself a time limit of like, okay, like feel it tonight. You have like six hours. So you're going to sleep, like do your thing. But then tomorrow, like, let's do this. Like you're fine. Let's do it. You know? Yeah. Um, now I know that that is not something that just everyone can do. Like just say like, oh, you're out of your funk. And, and honestly, I knew that it might not work, Mm -hmm. but I think it's, it's making those little conscious decisions
1: of like, I'm going to try to like turn the page. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really valuable to just remember that those feelings, whether you, um, whether they're real or they're, um. I I feel like I said that wrong. Whether whether they're coming from a good place or a bad place, yeah. like they're still feelings and they are real and you are experiencing yes. them. So it is good to like let yourself go through that. Um but they're just feelings. Yeah. Um those are your feelings. You're not you don't belong to them. So it is important at a certain point, once you feel yourself going down, yeah, to take steps in gaining control again. Um And I do want to add one more thing with the therapist thing. I think it's really crazy how every person's going through something. Every person Mm -hmm. has a burden and that's like, that's what they know. And this is the first time they've ever gone through anything like this. You know, this is huge. But um, when you're talking to someone, that's not the first time they've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not the only person who's feeling these feelings or has that particular story or went through this really weird situation that literally no one knows about or can understand. But it's like, no, actually, like, you're not the only human who's gone through that. And And I've talked to a few people. Yeah. So it's it's comforting for me, I think, just knowing that I'm not the only one. This is my story and this is my life, but I'm not the only one going through those similar situations. I love that. So I think that's really encouraging as well.
0: I think too, like you said something about like how do I get myself motivated? I think too, like don't. What's that? What's that? Uh, that like old person saying? Old person because I literally think like a grandma sometimes. Like don't put the horse the cart before the horse before the cart. Oh shoot! So That's past me. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, but I think like for me, what I've noticed is I, sometimes I get like gung ho, and I'm like okay, like, you're done, we're gonna be productive tomorrow, like, blah, 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 and then I end up getting lazy and not doing all these things I wanted, and then I'm down on myself. So I would say, like, do, like, tiny goals. Like, the other day I got, like, cute, I dressed up, and I did a couple stories and filmed myself building a Lego, and that, I felt so productive, because I, like, that was what I set out to do. Mm -hmm. And then there's other days, you'll set out to do something small, but then you'll get in, like, A role and then you'll do more. So I think just tiny baby steps, give yourself grace. Um, if you're worried about friendships, like maybe shoot a text, like Mm -hmm. just a text saying like, Hey, was thinking about you today. I hope you have a good day. And even if like that doesn't, you don't get the response you want or whatever. I think just you taking those little steps of initiative and trying to connect with people. I think you'll be surprised how much like, Just, like, tiny little things will start to feel good and and help you as you're trying to get out of, like, the hole you're in right
1: now, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely think it's important to include friends. And even so, if it's not specifically to share with them what you're going through, right now in this pandemic that that we're in, a lot of people are going through stuff um, that you just don't know about, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, Because you don't see them. So... I think it's important to just rule of thumb. Like maybe we should start checking in on our friends.
0: I think that's so true. We've, I mean, both Ashley shared, like she's been going through stuff. I've been going through stuff and like, like we put my grandma in a home because she has Alzheimer's super severe, like stuff like that. Like people are having to deal with like little things that like, that was hard. And I was a mess and I was crying. And like, luckily I have, you know, I live with my best friend, but like if I hadn't, And, like, my other friends wouldn't know I was going through this. Like, I haven't talked to anybody about this besides you. So I think it's important to know, like, sometimes you need to just reach out and be like, hey, like, I had a bad day. I just DM'd one of my really good friends and was like, I was like, she said, how are you? And instead of giving like a basic answer, I was like, you know, like I'm good today, but the last few days, like I've been in a major funk and like it was kind of hard. She responded and was like, oh my gosh, me too. And I was like, see, if we would have just reached out to each other, we could have talked to each other and I could have felt connection in that like weirdly isolating couple days. You know what I mean? So I think it's important to reach out and check on people, but also you have to throw like a line out, you know what I mean? Like you have to just reach out to people and just be like, Hey, like I'm having like a really
1: crappy day.
0: (laughs) Like I'm just letting you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Whether you want to talk about it or not. I think that's so valuable. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Yeah. I've had one specific friend who I'm not quarantined with that continues to FaceTime me like all the time. And it means the world to me because I, I, no one else has. And I'm just like, wow, she, she really cares. And she's checking in on me. And I love that. That like, that just, I don't know. It just means a lot. So I think if you have friends that you maybe haven't heard from in a while, maybe we should all agree right now to like check in on them.
0: Uh, Someone was saying, and they applied it to work, but I honestly, right now I was like, oh my God, that can apply to friends too, where it was like, how, how employers treat employees during this time is going to affect their business like from now on, because if they're not being gracious or respectful to their employees it's going to create like a hostile work environment whatever Mm -hmm. and I honestly think that's the same with friends Mm -hmm. I think how we're being either good friends or bad friends in this time like whether we realize it or not we're gonna know because if you're like oh my gosh it's been 50 whatever days we haven't talked at all my (laughs) friend hasn't reached out to me at all yeah then it's like oh okay like
1: you you take note of that you know what I mean yeah I think it's it's Putting our priorities I fully agree. Yeah. Well, good thing. Baby girl, thank you so much for sharing with
0: us. Yeah. No, I love that. Thanks for this conversation. And honestly, like, yeah, we're here for you, but reach out and uh,
1: you got this girl. What is it? So many people are breaking up. It's the pandemic. I know. It's the pandemic. pandemic. It's taking over. It's changing everything. I just can't help but notice that I feel like Almost everyone, not everyone, obviously, but a lot of people that I've been talking to are breaking up with their partners, Mm -hmm. and kind of terrifying that it's all happening at once. Yeah,
0: don't break up with me,
1: (laughs) (laughs) please, never. (laughs) Um. Okay. Well, we're gonna go ahead and get into my story. Taryn finished hers, so she's gonna like lay back, (laughs) relax. I'm so chill. It's all done um this one is really beautiful and um yeah I'm just gonna dive right in love it the title is the heartache of being in love with my best friend Oof, (sighs) it's the worst have you been in love with a best friend not in love not fully in love I was young I just remember being like oh my god he's so cute and yeah it just it wasn't real but this I think is a little different
0: yeah, I don't know if like best. I had guy like best friends, but I don't
1: think I was like in love with. Those yeah, people. I think I had a crush when I was a kid. Yeah, which yeah, was yeah. so or normal you, at like, that time. Thought about it. You're like, yeah, should I date you? Would I? Should I, I? Could I? I? Yeah,
0: but I have been like in love with a friend. Yeah, I did air quotes. You
1: can't see me, but I did air <laughs> she did. Anyhow. Okay, diving in. Hi, guys. I'm not good at writing, but I really need some advice from people that I trust, which stop. You're <laughs> going to make us tear up here on, on the convite. floor of this closet. <laughs> Can you describe the Taryn same? is sitting lounge style, laid back, legs spread, and she has her microphone resting on her chest. So she's literally <laughs> hands-free. That's, that's, that's the, microphone. the only plus about having... Like starfish. You look like a starfish. Big muchachas. It's like a little table. (laughs) It's like a little table. Uh, Anyways, I've written about this before, and the situation has only intensified. For the sake of the story, let's say my name is Alexis. Hi, Alexis. Wow, I had an Alexa for my tearing it up. Yeah, an Alexa. It's Alexis. Interesting. I started college two years ago, and it was a blast. I'm a music major, and I love it more than anything. My second semester there, I did a musical, and I had so much fun. I met this boy, let's call him Daniel, who I knew through some friends and we got really close. It's hard for me to realize when I have feelings for someone. I don't know. Maybe my brain stops me from realizing because I don't want to get hurt. But somehow everyone around me knew that I liked him before I even realized it myself. (laughs) That is so true. That's such a real thing. Anyways, so I started to pine after him and got absolutely nowhere. I put my feelings on the back burner but kept hoping... Of course, that our friendship would go stronger. Now, I'm not going to go into all of the things we have in common, but let's just say that we click. We've been friends for a few years now, and my feelings have never, all caps, gone away. I've tried to move on and date other people, but I couldn't fully commit myself to anyone else because of my deep feelings for Daniel. During this quarantine, I've been alone with my thoughts, and I've come to the conclusion that I'm pretty sure I'm in love with him. I say pretty sure because it scares me to admit that he's the first guy I've ever loved. And because I know he doesn't like me back. Some friends say to just tell him because they think it will help, but I'm so freaking terrified. I felt rejection before and no way in hell am I letting myself go through that with the person I care for the most. Mm -hmm. And if you're wondering if he knows that I like him, yes. My friend overheard him talking about it a year or so ago. So he knows my feelings. And I'm not quite sure what to do. I'm an Enneagram too. He is as well. LOL. And as you know, when I care about someone, I feel everything. All caps. Taryn can attest to that. Yes. He's had some heartbreaks in the past and has had trouble opening up sometimes. And I just love being able to get him to open up. I've watched him date girl after girl. One of them was my friend. Ouch. (laughs) And they never... (laughs) Taryn just spoke into her coffee as if it was her microphone. (laughs) I'm done. Moving on. Um, And they never seem to work for him. I really wonder if the reason all these girls aren't working out is because we are meant to be together. I know I'm insecure, but I mean, who isn't? And I feel like maybe he doesn't like me because he's just not attracted to me. My friends say maybe he does want to be with me, but in my opinion, if a guy wants to be with you, then he'll be with you. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Especially if he knows how she feels. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) It's that simple. Deep down in my romantic heart, I think someday he'll finally realize he loves me too. So I wait around and I'm too scared to face the reality and talk to him because I'm scared I'll slip back into my depression. My heart sinks at the thought of not being with him. My therapist says to move on, but it's easier said than done, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure so many people can relate to me, so maybe you can give us some advice. I'm desperate at this point. And the relationship I want is a lost cause. Should I move on? What do I do? Please help. Love you guys. And for reference, Love she you. included photos. Of them?
0: hmm Oh, cute.
1: They'd be a cute couple. Her kids would be gorgeous. Can we just say that? Yeah. My God. Baby girl, I Everyone's am so like, this sorry. This sucks. We I know. See, but we will not. This is share. for our eyes only, not yours. Yeah, <laughs> especially because you can't see a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a story! Uh, this literally breaks my heart. I feel like I've known a few. I've known a few people. I'm thinking of one person in particular who grew really close with um someone, just during school and stuff, and like uh-huh. really fell for them, but the other person just wasn't interested. Yeah. That, that's a really tough place to be yeah. in. Um, I'd love to hear what Taryn has to say. For me personally, I think one of these things, um, is that you have to kind of come to the realization of, is this person being in your life helping you or hurting you? Yep. Um, if it's helping you if you think you can't imagine life without them no matter what not from a romantical point but from just like you have to have them in your life um if you think they're helping you then I would say you know keep them around let's let's try to just be friends and and try to put our feelings aside but if if it's hurting you in any way you mentioned depressed at the end um if you're not being healthy because this person is in your life, then I think you're actually doing both of yourselves a favor by ending it. Yeah. Not ending, you know, like, Hey, we can't be friends, Yeah, but just start slowly distancing yourself from that person. Yeah. Um, because in the end, like this is your life and you're, you're in college, which is like some of the best years of your life. Um, I would hate for you to miss out on, on so many amazing memories and living your life to your fullest at that time because of some guy who isn't giving you the time of day, you know?
0: Yeah. I this is another one (laughs) again. We'll say we're saying things, but don't (laughs) I always get nervous that we're like, oh, like don't dump him or do this, and then people are gonna follow and say we ruin their lives. Yeah. Again.
1: (laughs) We're still waiting for one of those phone calls. I know.
0: (laughs) Two people who do not know all of the details or you guys personally, personally. So take or leave what we say. (laughs) Um I just think, ugh. so I think what Ash kind of going off what she said, if, if it is more painful to stick around and just hope, I mean, you mentioned, the thing is, is you said a couple things that were a little bit of red flags to me. Like one of them was like well maybe cuz he hasn't dated it's because we're meant to be together so i'm just going to like stick around yeah like those are things that i think you can get in a really deep hole with um i personally my like first like love back in the day <laughs> um i did that i waited around for 5 years of like just being his friend and taking whatever attention i could get mm-hmm. even though he would date other people or, like, do other things. And in the end, like, I was so heartbroken and I re- I legit wasted all of those years because I my heart was so wrapped up in him that I didn't give the time of day to anybody else, even though there were probably, like, amazing guys that came and went that I just mm-hmm. didn't notice. Yeah. So I think that, for me, I think that something needs to jar him if he does have feelings for you but just isn't acting on it, he—he he, you said he knows that you like him. You guys obviously have a connection. So it doesn't make sense to me why he wouldn't act on that if he did have feelings. And yes. maybe he's just scared. That is a possibility. But I think he needs a wake-up call, which to me is you being like, hey. We obviously have this connection. I know that you know I have feelings for you. This is just too hard for me. So I'm going to need some space. And either either in the space he's going to be like, oh, shoot, I miss her. I think I actually like her and it's going to jar him. Or he's not. And then that space is going to give you time to heal and like get back on your two feet to find who you're meant to be with. Yeah. And what's so exciting, and I've told Ashley this so many times, every time we've been like heartbroken over a guy, Mm -hmm. I'm always like, okay, but that means that God has someone even better. Yeah. So like imagine how much you're like, pining over this guy, or so sad you are that like it's not working out now imagine how much cooler it's going to be that someone even better is out there for you which yeah. I believe I know everyone has different opinions so I think like for my personal what I would do is I think you need space either way mm-hmm. whether that's to wake him up or to give you space to heal and move forward that's where I'm leaning but again <laughs> right don't just do what i say and right. blame me later. <laughs>
1: yeah. And to encourage you, um i know i know and I, I so know what it feels like to have your whole world revolve around someone. Yeah. You 100% oh, are sucks. like i can't imagine life without you. You are the center of my life. Like i'm i get ready for you every day. I am like planning about like how i'm going to run into you that day. Yep. You know, like it, it's so crazy how quick they take over our thoughts. But the yeah. truth is um and I'm, I'm going to hopefully not hurt your feelings, but I'm sure he's not that great. You know, yeah. like every person is just a person and has faults and someone else out there um, will get your attention one day and they're going to become the center of your attention. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's one person that's in your life right now that might be the center of the universe, but there's there's going to be someone else.
0: Yeah. Well you're the freaking prize here. Like you're the prize. (laughs) Yeah. So like every time you know when I hear girls and I have been so guilty of this where I am like this secret spy who's trying to make someone fall in love with me Mm -hmm. and we need to realize that we're worth so much more than that. Yeah. Like you should have a guy that you don't have to sit around and hope for attention or hope he realizes how amazing you are. Like freak that guy like Mm -hmm. you deserve someone who is like head over heels for you Mm -hmm. and who is like thinking about you constantly the way that you're thinking about this guy Mm -hmm. but it should be mutual yeah so if if this fool is not like willing to give you that attention or doesn't realize what a prize he has in front of you him then like he doesn't deserve All of that from you. Yeah. So, and yeah, maybe one day he'll snap out of it and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize what was right in front of me. But maybe like not. And maybe you are meant for someone else.
1: Yeah. Um, I think if I were you, the fact that he, because I've had, I've had friends go through this, um, but the other person didn't know. Yeah. In this instance, because he does know, um, I personally, if I were you, would slowly distance myself from him. Um, if he's not doing anything, he's not interested. He, whether he likes you or not, him not doing anything is a statement. Like that's yeah, that's him saying something. Yeah. So I would distance myself and um you don't have to do this huge dramatic, like, no. goodbye. No, no. no I no. love you and you don't love me and our friendship can't last. It doesn't have to be like that because you already know how he feels. And yeah. apparently he already knows how you feel. Yeah. So you distancing yourself will um Show that you prioritize yourself more than him. Yeah. And um, that'll either jar him, like Taryn said, or it won't. And either way, like, this is a good healthy step for you to move on with your yeah. own life. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It doesn't have to be. um Like your friends were saying, tell him. I don't really see the need to unless well, you felt like you really wanted to, like. Yeah.
0: I mean, him I out. feel like, but if they are be- like best friends and talk all the time, like. I feel like there has to be some sort of thing, whether you make it up or not. Mm. But like for me personally, like I'm, I'm very much into just kind of like practicing my speech and coming off as like very like put together and in control, yeah. even though on the inside I might be dying, but yeah. very aloof. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> but even a simple thing of just being like, Hey, I know we're homies, but I also know like, just going to awkwardly throw it out there. I know that you know that like I'm into you yeah. and be like, so like, honestly, it's cool. Obviously you don't feel the same, but like for me, I'm going to keep being into you if we hang out all the time. Yeah. So I think I just need some space. Like I need to move on and hopefully like once I do, we can just be friends and it'll be great. Um, But I just don't right now. I just feel like I need space. Yeah. And honestly, as a guy, If he doesn't like you, he'll be like, oh, that was cool of her. Or like Mm -hmm. he'll be flattered. But if he does like you and he's just being a freaking pansy, he's going to be like,
1: shoot. You know what I mean? Also, it's sexy as hell to like speak that confidently. yeah. So there's that as well.
0: (laughs) And it's not leaving room for him to say anything Mm -mm. because... I I get being scared of being like, I don't want to confess feelings and then have to hear him say, I'm so sorry, but I don't feel for you in that way. So if you if you go into it being like, hey, obviously, you know, and obviously you don't feel the same, which is cool. Like you do you, bro. I've literally said those exact words. (laughs) Like Obviously, you're not into me. It's cool. Do your own thing. But like, I just need some space because I need to like move on. And that way, like, if he does have something to say and wants to talk more, then you guys can have a bigger conversation. But also that gives you the space to just say what you have to say and then move forward. Yeah. And then you lean on your friends when you're sad. Yeah, (laughs) because that is definitely going to happen. But it's okay. It's okay to feel sad and to mourn the loss of something you wanted to create space for something that's even better.
1: Yeah, and Alexis, it sounds like, you know, even though he might not feel the same way, he, Daniel sounds like a great guy. So I'm sure he'll be very respectful yeah. and understand and even be patient. Um, If you take time to yourself for a while, like he doesn't yeah. sound like an like a like a yeah. jerk, you know? No, so. and girl,
0: you are a queen. I'm looking mm-hmm. at these photos. You are hot, girl. Mm-hmm. So you are not going to have trouble Stunning. finding someone else. And you deserve to have someone that showers you with affection. Yes. So Yes.
1: That's, that's my two cents. That's my two cents. <laughs> Take it or leave Thank it. Thank you so much, Alexis, for sharing your yes. story. I um, want to just throw out, I was uh, looking through stories earlier this week, and I saw so many best friend relationship drama. Yeah, it's hard. Um, this happened to be the one that I chose, but um, I know that a lot of people are really resonating with the story that you just shared yeah, and um, really needed to hear that as well. So hopefully to all of you people who wrote in stories that were similar to this, just know that we can't read them all off, but like I'm, this was going out to you as well. So hopefully that helps all of you guys.
0: Awesome. possum. Well, Hmm. I think, should I just end with the dad joke? Yeah, go for it. All right. Um, this is from, oh, it anonymous. It, I don't know why I think it's kind of funny when they want their dad joke to be anonymous. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> I'm like, well, how could this get your this trouble? Is not going to hurt any, you in any way. You think, do you think? Okay. Anonymity. Um. Okay. Ready? Yes.
0: Want to hear a joke about paper? Yes.
1: Never mind. It's terrible. Oh, <laughs> that's like a tearing it up. I know. Tearing. Want to hear another one? Terrible. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. Why was the girl staring at the carton of orange juice?
1: Something about squeeze. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to picture what Ashley's would be on a carton of orange juice. Juices are my favorite. What was that one you said the other day? I was dying. I don't know. I can't remember.
0: Um, Because it says concentrate.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> Dang it! I was thinking fresh squeezed orange juice, so freaking
0: good. I'm gonna save some of these other ones. She sent some great ones. Ugh. thank God.
1: Anywho, we
0: freaking love all of you so much. Uh, make sure you're taking care of yourselves. Make sure you reach out to other people. Open make the sure, window. Yeah. Open the drapes. Get Do some light think? in take your a place. Walk. Yep,
1: if you can. Yep. Um, listen to more UA. Listen. Send to in all your stories. Also, can we just take a moment? If you're still here, you're like a diehard and we love you and you're like the real mvp of this squad of this family if you know someone who has a great story that you think should be on here convince them to either tell it to us give it to us or ask for permission so that you can share it with us because let me just say like the world needs to hear it
0: yeah and also like I mean, obviously, this is going to sound like I'm saying this because I'm like, tell everyone about us, which would be great. You should. Please. But um, <laughs> I also think, like, these are the story. like, hearing this type of advice or mm-hmm. talking about issue is so, like, non-confrontational. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh, my God, I have a friend who's been in love with her best friend or I have a friend who's dealing with depression and loneliness, like... This is the the goal of this is to make people feel connected and that they're not alone, and that other people are going through situations. And me and Ashley, like, we're not, you know, these like licensed therapists, but we're two people who genuinely love people and want to have honest conversations about life. You know, so like, if you hear an episode and you're like, "Dude, my friend needs to hear this," like. Ashley does that to me all the time and I've had other friends too where I've been like hey like yeah I've been dealing with this and they'll just send me a link to a podcast and be like you should hear this and it always is so encouraging and it means so much to me when people reach out and are like hey this is something that could help you Yeah. and we need to do more stuff like that instead of just having a friend say like oh yeah I've been having a hard time with this and being like oh I'm so sorry I'll pray for you you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. great but I think that there are so many resources out there whether it's us or whether it's something else like we we need to like give people tangible ways that they can
1: help. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no. Am I making any, no, sense they're, I think they're tools. Yes. I think this can be a tool. Yeah. Um, to help people get through life. And
0: that makes me, it doesn't like, I don't know about you. When someone sends me a link to something or like, a book recommendation or something. Yeah. It like means so much. Cause I'm like, they care enough to like put effort into like, yeah. Hey, here's this thing. Or, you know, I know that they might not have remembered it right away, but they probably went and looked up, looked up the episode, got the link and sent it to me. And yeah. just to know that someone put effort into like, oh my God, I got you. Like here's yeah. something that could
1: help. It just means so much. So Yeah, like not only did they think of you, but they took yeah. the time, the like 30 seconds it takes yes. um, to actually like send you the link because yeah. that means that it really resonated with them and that they thought of you. Yeah, No, so, I freaking love that. Yeah. So again,
0: it sounds like a like self plug promo. And I mean, I guess it is a little bit, it but is. That's fine. I just think we need to be, take efforts to help people not feel alone and share the hurt. love. So, Mm-hmm. Anywho uh, Follow us on our, all our socials We'll talk um, to you guys soon. And we freaking love you uh,
1: That's all for now Okay <laughs> bye now. Bye, <laughs> bye.